too polite to fail. There's this theory that like people are people are too polite to each other. And I don't mean in like a cordial hi, how are you? Nice to see you. Uh have a nice day. I don't mean that sort of way. But like we all have glaring flaws that we just are oblivious to. Like in an ideal world, those closest to you would be like, Hey man, you're fucking spitting when you're talking. Stop fucking spitting when you're talking, alright? You're, I mean, if you're wondering why you have no girlfriend, it's because you spit when you talk, alright? <laughs> for example, for example. But, the reality is, we don't do that. We just allow people to spit on us when they're fucking speaking. <laughs> Because we're too polite. We're too polite. Whereas, you would be served much better if, like, you know, people told you. It's like, yeah, here, look, your stories are fucking terrible. Stop annoying me. Like, why, do I have to listen to this? Another one of your shit stories. Yeah, and I, I was going to think of, like, lads who grow up with brothers, like a group of brothers, who are just merciless to each other. From the ages of like 9 to like 19, they just like ruin each other. <laughs> but it serves them well. Because they're all like, I was like never held accountable for all of my many, many flaws when I was growing up. Because I was like the eldest boy with two younger sisters. They're not gonna call me out my shit, like, not really. Whereas like, lads would. Do you know what I mean? we need that we need to be we need to be told in blunt terms that our stories are shit or that our fucking breath smells or whatever there's this uh, three piece band in the locality it's like uh, uh, Jonathan it's like older American dude uh, plays guitar like loves Keith Richards like rock blues guitar and then Bruce, like, even older <laughs> drummer. And then this Russian guy named Nikita, who's a bass player, who's, like, early 20s. Sorry, mid-20s, late 20s. And uh, they're good, like. Well, they're, like, a three-piece rock band who are pretty tight. Nah, nah, you wouldn't listen. To, to use that word that we always use to describe bands, tight, yeah. Not a tight, yeah. Oh, yeah, tight, yeah. Well, I think that means like they play together in time. I think that's what tight means. I don't know. They're pretty. They're not that tight, actually. To be fair, but there is this one glaring issue: is that the lead guitar player, Jonathan, and I'm gonna be polite here, is like they're singer, but he's just not a singer. Do you know what I mean? And by his own admission, he's not a singer. But they just stay as a three-piece rock band, and you know they sing like you know Rolling Stone songs, and you know, fucking free all right now and fucking Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, all this sort of stuff. Like, vocally demanding songs and you have Jonathan doing all the guitar parts, doing like all the heavy lifting instrumentally. But he also sings. But he doesn't really give a fuck about singing. And the band just... The band is not the band it should be if they had a singer. See where I'm going with this? There's this guy, uh, 
I've mentioned before, Phil. He's like a 70-year-old, kind of unhealthy, skinny, fat, wrinkly man from Australia. And just like seems like one of the many guys who just sits around in the bar all day. And you're not wrong if you were to categorize Phil as such. But Phil is the best singer in the city that I've come across. Like, and I've, you know, go to regular rock band. Like, no one's a better singer than Phil. And Phil sings Rolling Stones and, you know, classic blues rock and all that sort of stuff. And he's fucking Superman. He puts his cape on and he's just an awesome power vocalist. But you would never know it from looking at him. Anyway, I've kind of gotten to know Phil in the last couple of years because he's been here as long as I have. And, uh, bit of a reputation, Phil. Bit cranky. Bit of a crank. Do you know these lads? Do you know these lads who are just a bit of a crank? <laughs> Phil would be one of them. And Phil is the booking agent. He does nothing for the most part, but he does a tiny bit of work and... Basically, there's this bar called Dirty Fingers, and he is like books the acts. He has his own band, but also books acts for the weekend. And uh, the three pieces that I mentioned have been trying to get Phil to book them for their for like Saturday night down on his bar. And he's seen them play a few times. And uh, Jonathan, the lead singer, guitar player of this three-piece rock band, is like, "Can we play?" <laughs> and Phil goes. No, you can't sing. And Jonathan was really upset by this, as you would be. If you're like a singer in a rock band and you're told that you can't sing, that hurts. But then again, like, he doesn't regard himself as a singer. So if you don't regard yourself as a singer and you're singing, like, the lead vocals of big power rock ballads, like... You can't be too upset if someone says you can't sing because you don't like he can definitely play guitar and you know how, how do you how do you not be upset with that but at the same time if you think rationally about it <laughs> you know you can't be that upset by it I mean singing is a skill if I'm honest it's more of a talent in my opinion I mean you can kind of kind of you can either do it or you cannot do it now if you can do it you can improve on it which kind of makes the skill element you know you can become more knowledgeable on it and you know you can you can get a singing coach you can learn the mechanics of it and all that but for the most part it's just you hear the melodies better than other people and you can imitate the melodies better than other people and you have the anatomical ability to be able to imitate those melodies that you hear in your head you can just you just know where the melody is going in your head and you don't need to think about it you just need to focus on mechanics okay there's a lot in that but my point is this <laughs> Jonathan can't really like he's flat on everything and on a good day he can like pull off a Lou Reed doing Sweet Jane but most songs are not Sweet Jane. Most songs require banging power melodies. Anyway, the songs that they choose to play, that's, that's what's required. That's just, that, that's what's, that's the job description. And if I was like a fucking, showed up to do some welding job, and I was there like, you know, and I kind of said I was a welder, and you know, I was there to do the welding, and the guy who was paying me is like, 
I don't, you don't, you're not really a welder though, are you? And I was not really a welder and didn't know what I was doing and was doing a very bad job of whatever I was trying to do. I'd have to be like, yeah, no, you're right, I'm not. I, I can't actually weld, to be fair. <laughs> anyway, it feels like I'm not booking you for my bar because you can't sing. And, you know, like I said, that would hurt, but especially coming from Phil, who is the best singer. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting criticised. It's, it's very easy, like, in my experience, if you're getting criticised by someone or something, like, you can go, ah, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. But, like, when that person does know what they're talking about, and you know they know what they're talking about, then there's no getting away from it. No getting away from it. Remember the banks were too big to fail. Around the 2009, was it? The banking crisis, the global financial crisis. The banks are too big to fail. We're not allowed, like the banks aren't allowed to fail or else the banks fail, we're fucked basically. So we're just not allowing them to fail. It's kind of, well, there's this, uh, there's this play, right? It's fucking, it's called, it's called Waiting for Gotto by Samuel Beckett. And it's fucking amazing. Right? And it's a defining it's a defining masterpiece of of our times or of the twentieth century or whatever the fuck. Anyway, my point is you're not allowed to criticize Waiting for Gatto because you know it's what you're not allowed to do it's true. Waiting for Gatto's too big to fail. Banking crisis of two thousand nine, that was too big to fail. Being too polite to fail, that's another, that's another kettle of fish altogether. Uh, look here, I'm just trying to, I'm just going to make this point. I'll, what I'm, what, this is, what I'm trying to say is this. Lads, I've joined the band. The three piece is now a four piece. Casey's the lead singer now. And, you're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be hearing plenty more about this. <laughs> Too polite to fail. <laughs>